How do I I prepare my property for the market? The do's and don'ts, guys. Stay tuned. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, Michael, and good morning, everybody. Our first morning minutes together. Yeah, can you believe it? And Michael's had fresh cuts oh, just in preparation for this very <laughs> special moment. Exactly. <laughs> Guys, today we're going to be talking about preparing your property for the market. Um, some of the do's and don'ts, which I think is going to be particularly useful for a lot of people now coming into the new year, thinking about, okay, should I bring my property to market? Um, what to look out for, what are some of the good things to do and what are some of the things to look out for. Absolutely. And for I love this topic. I absolutely love it, Michael, because what might be considered really obvious to some people might not be to others. And going on a property journey can be a really big and really daunting thing. So we just wanted to strip it right back to basics and let you know from insider tips and tricks, what to do and what not to do. You've just had an appraisal, you've just listed with your ideal agent, but what comes next? Exactly. So guys, let's start from the very, very beginning. Like Anthony said, you've just had an appraisal from your agent. So they've sat down, they've told you, hey, this is roughly what your property's worth. This is what it looks like for marketing. Um, We're gonna be coming to market. So this is what the next steps are. Simple presentation, exactly. Give you simple, Luke. So, guys, <laughs> first step there, once you've spoken with your agent, follow your agent's lead. So if you've got a great agent that's sitting across from you, you decided they're the ones who want to sell your property, they're the experts with it and they're going to be able to tell you those next steps. And this is everything from presentation, timing and so forth as well. Um, and also you've got to work in with your timeline. So, guys, when you're first launching to market, I guess it depends what your motivation is. Are you time motivated you bought another property you've got to be out by a certain date are you price motivated you've got to work out exactly what your situation is and then obviously the agent will be able to help tailor the next steps to you yeah you couldn't have said it better michael there is absolutely no one size fits all motto in this each Mm. situation is unique and you really need to discuss with your agent to figure out what your motivations are in order for next steps. If you are interested in a really quick sale, you might not have the luxury of having that extended timeline to do a fresh look of paint or to update the floorboards. Mm, Exactly. And it is quite different in terms of houses versus apartments as well, which can be quite interesting in thinking about those different things that you do need to do to prepare your property to market. Mm, I agree. So put simply guys, some of the do's. When it comes to bringing property to the market in terms of renovations, for example, and presentation, the biggest thing you want to focus on with this is maximum results for minimal effort slash minimal outlay in dollars. Absolutely. Um, So what you want to look at is, and I think a lot of people sort of overlook it sometimes, is getting the property professionally cleaned, especially the glass windows and all those areas that you just wouldn't normally probably do on your day-to-day clean. It makes a really big difference. That, a fresh leak of paint in the property, making sure all the light bulbs are all replaced with nice bright bulbs. All little things like that make a very big difference in terms of the way the property presents, but you're not spending the whole lot. Big renovations like kitchens and bathrooms and so forth, unless you're planning on doing a whole overhaul and once again, like we said before, working in with your timeline. Don't bother. This is what I want to do. Like (laughs) I want to do a full project because I'm planning on doing X, Y, Z. 
that's a bit different. But for most people to go through that whole process of doing a whole bathroom, doing a kitchen leading up to going to market, it's going to take you a, a long time to get it done, especially now with the way the trades are in terms of getting trades in a timely fashion. And B, by the time you're ready to sell with that, it may be a different market. Yeah, definitely. And some of the things that I've noticed through going through a lot of properties as well is tips and trick out there. If you've got that, what's it called? The verisimiculite? Oh, vermiculite. Vermiculite ceiling. The popcorn ceiling, oh, a lot of buyers If you've it. got that and it's grey, really big tip is to paint it white. This makes a huge difference in opening up your whole entire space. It doesn't look so gray, heavy and gaudy and falling down on you. It does just really make it pop. Or if your height permits it, putting in a false ceiling. Or that too, if I you've think, got the funds as well. Yeah, exactly. So there's a couple of little things there as well. I think that's a great one in terms of changing that around. Um, and so guys, yeah, with the renovations, and I think people sort of see the gist of it here, keep it simple especially in a market like for example now this year where it's going to be quite turbulent is it going up is it going down is it going to be remain neutral what's going to happen tomorrow no one knows and if you go through that process of doing a renovation where it takes time you don't know what your property prices will look like tomorrow it can also be quite tricky if you are preparing your property to market if it's owner occupied versus tenanted as well mm. So you really do need to work in your current situation. If it is tenanted, should you hold off a little bit and wait until that tenant ceases their lease? And then you can go in and do a little bit of an overhaul, do all of that upkeep that you need to get that maximum result for your property. Yeah, once again, I think it's case by case there. Yeah. So if that tenant's towards the end of their lease anyway and the property's really not presenting well, I think it's not a bad idea sometimes to wait and then to be able to touch up the property. If, they, if the tenant's got a couple months left on their lease um, and you've got a particular timeline you're working with, I think sometimes it's an unnecessary risk to take and you just got to work with what you've got. A good agent will be able to develop that relationship with the tenant, maybe offer a rental rebate for good presentation and be able to work and obviously present it in its just best life. Just work with you. With them there, yeah. exactly. Houses, if you're in a house as well, don't overlook the lawns. Yeah. Absolutely don't overlook them. They do make a massive impact when it comes to open for inspections. Everyone who's looking for a family home, for even for a bit of a, a downsize, upsize, whatever it might be, the lawns is a really big thing. 100%, all that gardening there. And the reason why is even though it's such a simple thing and it's not an expensive thing for someone to do, when you've got people looking at family homes, there's the emotional side of it. And the big thing is when the, the mum and dad walk in or even the kids walk in as well because it happens so frequently the go, whole family oh, goes through i don't really like the feel of this one they don't know why and everything could be perfect with it but it just feels maybe a bit tatty because the lawns there the, the cobwebs are over the the windows on the outside those sorts of things there and they don't know why they didn't fall in love with the property they just didn't yeah it's all those little one percent of things and we're very visual people yeah and you only have a very split second to make a first impression so make that impression count mm. could you also go along the lines of getting your property professionally styled if it's a vacant apartment if it's a vacant home you've got the time and the funds personally and professionally getting your apartment styled or house styled can that be some big ticket items for your end result in terms of dollar value 100 percent. so for a house that's vacant i think it's a massive thing for someone that's already living there you can always get your home partially styled as well yeah. Um, just depending, once again, because styling isn't cheap, guys. So you know, like Anthony said, it makes a big difference, especially when you combine it with everything else, the gardening, the fresh liquor paint, the lights and so forth, you turn your house into a showroom. 
Um, and so obviously that's a great way to present it. It isn't cheap to do it. Work, have a chat with your agent, work in with it, because there might be different ways. You can sort of partially style, fully style, even digital furniture online as well. Yeah. There are different ways to work around it. Look, what are your thoughts on digital furniture, Michael? Virtual furniture, VF is what we call it, mm -hmm. in within the real estate agency. Yep. I think, I personally think it's a really good thing in terms of when an agent's doing VF, in no way, shape or form should they ever be changing the way that the property presents in terms of... Colours of the wall. The colours of the walls, all that sort of stuff there should remain exactly the way it presents in real life. But the furniture, we're not selling the furniture as agents. And to put a property with furniture that actually fits the space, presents it in its best possible light, I just think it's really smart business. Yeah, I do. I completely agree as well. There are some virtual furniture out there online that I see and I'm like, whoa, that chair is literally going into the window. But yeah. when done properly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. when done properly, that is another massive do in terms of getting your property prepared to market. Mm -hmm. Get that professional photographer in, we'll arrange a time with you. And if you don't have the means, the, the money or the time to get your property professionally clean, change the furniture, anything like that, we can digital furniture it. Yeah, exactly. Virtual furniture, yeah. Now guys, one other one I want to make note of is, especially this is a big one, I think, um, and some owners don't opt to go for it, but majority do, is for a apartment, your strata inspection report, and for a house, your building inspection report. Pest and building. Pest and building. So this is a thing that as agents, we always push our clients to have prepared and we facilitate that for them to have a pest and building report done, which is normally a small outlay from the owner and also a strata report done as well. Um, it is a massive, massive thing. There is an expectation now from the buyers out there that when they're looking at a property, because it's not, it doesn't have to be done, but there's an expectation there from the buyers that if they're looking at a property, that you'll be able to provide them with a report to show, okay, this is the condition of the strata, this is the condition of the house. Um, I think it's a real crucial thing there. One of the big do's and is a big no-no in terms of not doing it. You're just shooting yourself in the foot for the sake of a couple hundred dollars outlay. You it, will get reimbursed from the buyer when yeah. they eventually purchase your property anyway. It's just a massive thing. It's a good selling tool for the agent. It's good to understand for the agent as well to know yeah. what the good things are, what the not so good things are. Um, the amount of times we've had deals fall over last minute because something has come up that no one was expecting if we didn't have one of those reports versus when you have it from the get-go, you can be upfront with people, you know how to work around it. It's just a real massive plus. It goes through those small little material facts that we may not be aware of that mm. you're arming the potential buyer with and giving them as much information as possible so they can make that decision to purchase your beautiful property. 100%. What is one of the biggest don'ts you see in terms Ooh. of what's one of the biggest pitfalls that a owner might don't not clean. Yeah. Even if it's going through with a vacuum, putting all of the, the unnecessary clutter items away, put them in a shelf, put them in a cupboard. I don't care where you put them, <laughs> just to get them out of the way. The biggest thing is, yeah, you want to move from live mode to sell mode. Yeah. Um, so it's just really decluttering and you want to put it your property in a way that it presents where a buyer can walk through and they can picture themselves in there. It's good to have a general gist of, okay, the couch would fit here, the living room, oh, sorry, the yeah. dining table would fit here, but you want to put it in a way that it's so simplistic they go, okay, I can imagine my piece of furniture there. And actually- <laughs> Michael's really passionate about this. I am. No, it's a really big thing because sometimes the, I hear it every day at open homes. When a property's really cluttered, the buyers go- Oh, oh it just looks small. It looks it, messy. It, and 
It yeah. becomes a topic of conversation. Instead of talking about what price they're going to offer for the property, how much they love the property, how good the space is, they go, oh, wow, they've got a lot of stuff, don't they? So what uh, are some of the worst properties? Describe them. We don't need to go into where it is or what it no, was. It, it, it was it, it's just the ones that just have too much stuff in there. And whether it's someone maybe that's elderly that's just accumulated a lot of things over time, um, or whether it's just someone with too much furniture, it, the worst ones are is just where, as I said before, it draws the topic of conversation away from the property itself, and we're not talking about the furniture. Yeah, that's not what we want to do. We want the focus to be on the on the actual property, on the externals, all the things that they can buy, <laughs> not your furniture. Um, so it's just a good thing, a little tell sign. Yeah, so so, better pull it yeah. away. I think that we're on the same page when it comes to the biggest don't. Don't yeah. leave your property over cluttered. Yeah. Do declutter store as much as you can away to really make your apartment, make your home, make your property pop. Yeah. And so it's presenting in the best possible light. 100%. And look, guys, it's not like your property is unsaleable that way as well. The only difference is it could be that tiny, either A, get that last buyer interested that probably wouldn't have maybe been interested before, or maybe just squeezing those extra couple of dollars. So to give yourself the best possible chance of getting the best result, why not? Yep, you've heard it from uh, the king here in this morning's morning minutes. Not at Novak entirely, but this morning. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank Hope you. it's been informative and have a great day. I've had a blast. That's it. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Cheers.